My name is Kevin. Thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, welcome to 2014. Uh, can you believe that we're already here and the first service of 2014? As it is now the very beginning of 2014, we have a very brief update uh, that we'd like to share with the Spark community. And um, if you're here for the ver- very first time, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're so glad you're here and have found us. We hope you enjoy yourself. Uh, we just want to share with you a little bit about what's been going on and a little bit about where we are going. We have four major areas we want to just share with you a little bit about, give you an update and some information about, and then we'll move on to the uh, message and the, the announcements in the message. So we're going to give you an update on the finances and the staff of Spark. Uh, we want to share with you, a year ago we shared a big grand vision about where we would love this church to be, and that's about good seven days a week, and that was kind of in the capsulating uh, vision of Spark Cafe, strengthening community with small groups, and I want to share with you a little bit about our philosophy as a church uh, under the categories of smart and healthy, about core values and growth. Uh, to do that first, we want to uh, bring up our advisory board. Um, every organization needs um, some people to make sure that things are going well, that there's accountability for the leadership, et cetera, et cetera, and all that stuff. And we have some phenomenal people who are not only founders of Spark, but they're uh, amazing friends of ours. And so we'll invite up, um, oh, me, we'll invite me up. <laughs> Danielle will come up, uh, Tina, I'm not sure if Tina was able to... She was not able to make it. Jason and Sarah Grace and Stacy. So would you guys come on up? Now, our advisory board um, acts as a community representative of the entire community for when there's decisions to be, to be made financially as well as vision and stuff like that. Danielle and I share our heart and soul with them and to let them know a little bit about what's going on to hear feedback. And so we wanted to let you meet them. We've introduced them before, but this is a new year, so we just kind of wanted to restate and re-invite um, them uh, to be introduced to you again. If you have anything that you have questions about or um, interested about Spark, um, they have uh, some information and they would be more than happy to share with you about things that are going on here. To that end, they have an update for us on the finances and staff, and we'll just let, I'm not quite sure which one of them had decided. I think Sarah Grace was going to share with you a little bit about what's going on from our financial end of things. I think I was the last one to say not it. This is also a non-voting member. So the... The main point that we have is that um, Spark is financially healthy right now, and we are very grateful for the community um, that you all have done that. Um, You all and our members and friends of Spark from around the country and around the world um, have been supporting Spark faithfully since its start. Uh, We started um, without any employees. Uh, We had an entirely volunteer staff. Um, for the first four months, three months, four months of our existence. And in January of last year, January of 2013, uh, we were able to hire Danielle part-time uh, to be our, our pastor, uh, also getting paid for it. Um, this year, we're happy to say that because of, um, of your faithful support of Spark, uh, we're able to make that a full-time position. So Pastor Danielle is now full-time. And in addition, you may know that this other guy is also here a lot. And, uh, and we're also happy that we could offer Pastor Kevin a quarter-time position. 
So we're very grateful that we are now able to bless our pastors who have been teaching and blessing us uh, for the last uh, 15 months. Yeah, about 15 months that's Mark. 63 weeks that we've been in existence. Um, so we, we are very happy to report that, that we now have, uh, have two members on staff, um, a full-time and a quarter-time pastor, uh, and we're very grateful for, for their service to the church, um, for their um, volunteerism for the church, for the months that they have worked and the hours that they've put in and dedicated um, to this church plant. Um, and as Pastor Kevin is going to speak a little bit about our um, our financial vision for Spark and what we intend to do moving forward now that we are in this this uh, financially healthy place. All right, thank you. And we would like to say publicly how tremendously grateful we are to them for their service um, and to making sure that we stay healthy, that we stay accountable, that we share um, what's going on so that the entire church is uh, in on uh, the things that are going on. So um, that's the first thing. I want to share about the finances at the very end a little bit because that's going to launch us into 2014. One year ago, we shared a vision about where we would like to go with Spark Cafe, and um, we're going to share a little bit more about what that might mean and look like given the position that we're in here. Uh, well, thanks all for coming, and um, we're really thrilled to have each one of you here. Uh, I have to tell you that one of my great pleasures of pastoring Spark is meeting with each one of you over coffees and good food and um, yogurt at Fresh Cafe and dinners in our home and brunches. So um, for all of you that have um, taken time out of your life to um, get to know me and given me the privilege to get to know you, I want to thank you for that. Um, and also thank you for the opportunity going forward in 2014. If you've not yet had the opportunity, take me out for coffee. Um, <laughs> Feel free to drop me an email, and we will schedule some time to meet. <laughs> um, one of the things we talked about last year um, at our vision cast on regarding Spark Church was that we really want Spark to be good for the community all week long. We would love for the entire community um, of Silicon Valley, of Palo Alto, M Mountain View, uh, Menlo Park, in, in any of the areas where we're reaching, including those members of Spark who are far away um, and are amazingly faithful members in um, Washington, D.C. area and New York and um, many other places. We're so um, Sacramento, people who... Um, who connect with us in this wonderful world virtually. And one of the things we read about church planting a year ago, which was helpful, they said, your virtual members are just as important and key and critical in your community as your present physical members. And that's a shift for me. Um, as a pastor, I really like to look at people and sit down and talk and get to know you. But it's been such a privilege to see how God's using technology to keep his church together in some really creative ways. Well, when we talked about Spark being good for the community all week long, we talked about this vision of maybe having a cafe-type setting. Now, let me be clear, we're a church, and we're always going to be a church, and that's our primary mission. But one of the things that we love is we love sharing a meal with somebody. There's something that's quite, um, I don't know, Acts chapter 2-ish about the early church, sitting down and sharing everything that they had together that we're really attracted to. And when I think about 
um, spending time with people that I deeply care about, I think about doing that around food and something delicious together. I love inviting people to the table. And one of the things that we're praying Spark does is that Spark gets an invitation to the table here in Silicon Valley, that, that Jesus is invited through us to pull up a chair. And that as we start to think about things like, hey, I'm going to work today and I'm going to be creating an app or I'm going to be creating this new technology or I'm going to be serving people in the industry or whatever it is, that we'll ask the question, what does it do when I change my focus to loving God and loving my neighbor and following Jesus through his discipleship? Um, How does that change how I do that job? And how can I get Jesus invited to the table here in Silicon Valley? Um, As we talked about that, we said, what if Spark were open seven days a week? What if, let's just pipe dream big. Like, what if we had a kind of cafe type setting where kids after school, students could say, hey, I'm struggling in math or science or English. And students from Stanford or um, San Jose State or other colleges around would agree to meet them at our cafe in a safe setting and work together at that table, at that math table. What if um, a community group like Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition could say, we'd like to do a training. Can we meet at Spark Cafe on an evening? And we could say, yes, we would love for that to happen. We'd love to be good for the community all week long. Um, We would love to employ people who are needing um, some job skills and some ways in which they need to um, grow in their profession um, in the community. So we've just kind of been dreaming about all of that. Well, um, in that, we are deeply committed to a multi-generational and multicultural community. We love having kids in our midst. Um, We don't want the kids to go to another room or sit in the back. And for those of you who know, I've been uh, doing children's ministry and youth ministry for the last couple of decades as well. And we adore having students in our midst. We love it when they're a little bit noisy. We think that's great. Um, It makes us focus a bit more or get distracted. Sometimes they're better than the sermon. So, you know, go ahead and hang out with the kids for a few minutes. We love it when the students teach us. We love it when they serve. Jack today learning how to unload and set everything up. Woohoo, right? We love it when they pray for us um, when they um, are in our midst. So we want kids and youth to continue to be an integral, worked-in part of our community. We know that Audrey will be five someday and will need a place to come and play. And we know that this Audrey is already ready to hang out with us and play and have a good time, right? I need some good food. It sparks up. So um, there's and, – and Jack's going to be in high school someday. I'm already – freaking out about how big he is since I've held him when he was like this. And um, we want to be able to have a community that will love these students of ours and raise them up in our midst. We think Spark can do that. You're already doing a great job with that. But we do also understand that students and children need some special attention at different times so that they can truly receive the message of Christ in a way created just for them. And we're going to be looking at um, midweek opportunities to minister to our students. It'll probably start once a month or something like that. But we're looking for people who might be interested in not during Sunday service. We want everybody here together, but at different times during the month. Uh, finding times to just spend time with kids. Um, For those of you who remember what it was like being a kid, right? 
Um, hopefully it's not too long ago for some of us. Um, we love art and music. We love the idea that some of you have gifts and talents musically, that you have gifts and talents with artistry. And we want you to be able to express those here at Spark. And whether it's through Spark Cafe, whenever God makes that happen, or whether it's right now that a group of you are going to start pulling together a choir that will pull together a few um, wonderful songs for us every once in a while, or, or, or going and singing around at the convalescent hospitals as we go and serve there in February and find different ways to bring church to people who aren't able to readily attend. Um, And, of course, you know we already are really thrilled about our dear friend Tony that God sent to us um, in fantastic ways. He makes wonderful coffee in the back and serves us all. But more than that, has become a deep, um, important member of our community here and has shared life with us in some wonderful ways. Um, And Esther and Jimmy and the hospitality team who serve so well... um, in making this feel like home. So to that end, I just kind of wanted to um, show a little bit, well, we'll still focus on community and education and all these other great things. Our Spark Learning Seminar this month is amazing with Daniel Wallace, and it's going to be incredible. He's the world expert on New Testament manuscripts, and we get to have him here and ask questions about how we got our Bible and why we can trust it. And we should all thank Pastor Kevin for that because he likes to write emails to people and say, I adore you. Would you please come? And then they come. Yeah, so that's kind of how that works. So we'll keep writing those emails to the people that we're geeked out about, and we think geek is a great word. All right, so um, to the end, I want to – do you have the click? Okay, great. When people ask me about Spark, I find myself describing a meal. I find myself using words like organic, slow food movement, um, farm to table, sustainable, local, with a global sensitivity, right? All these kinds of things. And, and I like these words of fresh, right? Like, I, like when I sit and think about having a meal with my friends, um, I love this idea of sitting and having as long as we want. No one's rushing you out the restaurant. No one's shoving the check at you and trying to hurry you along. And we just instead sit with the people who have cooked and we have this beautiful bounty of whatever God's given us that week and we share it together. So the table on the left is from a restaurant that I take every tour to when I lead tours to Israel. It's called Ain Kamonim, and it's in Upper Galilee. And this is my favorite moment of the tour. I say that every day in about five hours of every day. But um, one of my favorite moments of the tour is that once after a long day hiking, we pour off the bus and we walk into this sukkah with tabernacle setting. It's a terrace. It's a um, beautiful setting where there's grapevines up above. And already the table is set. And the lemonade and the ice cold water and the country wine and the freshly pressed olive oil and the goat cheese that smells sometimes like they just rubbed it on the goat that's right there and then brought it over to your table. Um, and all of the food that just keeps coming. And every time that, that hot bread that they bring out, um, runs out, they fill the bread basket back up and bring it back to the table. And when we sit there, for those of you who've been with me there, right, this is like the best place ever. It's so amazing. And when you sit and you partake, what I love is I've got generally 40 or or so people behind me and I can say, come on in, sit down. And everyone's eyes are like, yes, because I've been making them hike mountains all day. So now they're really thrilled to have a place to sit. This is how I feel about Spark. I feel like every Sunday afternoon, I get to invite you to this table and that here together, 
maybe we just got, we cooked during the week and we've prepared a meal for you, um, that the Holy Spirit brought that food and we prepare that um, in whatever way God has guided and directed. We together as a community and we sit and we partake and we enjoy a meal together and we live and share life together. I love this. Now, there are other ways to eat a meal, right? You could go to the fancy, fancy restaurant on the right. And those are fun, right? Where you have like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but it kind of freaked me out the first time. Where, like there's a server for each person at the table, right? And they come behind and there's all these courses and you're not quite sure what you're eating, but you're sure you're supposed to think it's amazing. And then you kind of eat it and then it's amazing. And you've got several courses, but on the way home, you stop for burgers and fries because, you know, it was good. And the whole time you're sitting Really, like you're like, is that the right fork? Is that the right spoon? I'm not quite sure. And it's an amazing experience, but you're not necessarily relaxed, or at least I'm not. The other thing is like when you're ridiculous and you're hot and sweaty and you've been hiking all day and you've got the dust of Jesus all over you and you walk on in, they love and welcome you no matter what you look like and what you smell like. And so Spark um, is trying to aim for that other dining experience on Sunday afternoons and then throughout the week. We think the others are great too. And there's other churches that do that wonderfully. And if you're looking for fine dining, sweet, go find that experience. But for us um, here, we feel like this is what God's called us to do. So we hope you enjoy um, pulling up a seat at the table this evening. We hope you spend time afterwards um, hanging out and um, eating some some good food. And um, we'd love to have you cook sometime too. Uh, One more thing. This year, we're hoping that we will start some small groups. I highly encourage them to be centered around your table. (laughs) But um, the small groups won't be highly programmed. They wouldn't be, let's all talk about the sermon this week, unless you wanted it to be. It wouldn't be, um, what deep spiritual insights have you had, unless you had one. It could just be, I need to sit around with some friends around the table. Um, I need to go for a walk with some people. I need to be in community. We want to encourage all of us to open our homes and open our hearts and start building connections with one another. So if you're interested in helping us do that, and I I know a few of you have spoken to us about it already, um, we're going to try to start doing that in the next few months as well. So that's coming in 2014. All right. Last thing I wanted to share with you. Thank you, Danielle. Sure. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) So funny. At home, I call her pastor. Um, (laughs) Part of the thing that's uh, deep and important to us is uh, success, um, according to Patrick Lencioni, who's this big-time guru for organizational health, has described organizations and institutions' success in two main categories. And those categories uh, that he's described are healthy and smart. And basically what they mean is not only should you be good in the money area, should you be good in the technology area and be good in the marketing area, but you should also be really good in the personal area, low politics, low turnover, high levels of trust, high levels of transparency. And so as we look into 2014, as we shared with you our advisory board, as we shared with you our finances and the staff, share with you a little bit of the vision. We also wanted to share with you very briefly, and we could talk about this actually for a long time, some of the fundamental sentimental ethics that undergird all of this. For us, as we think about what does it mean for a church to be healthy, these are some of the things, not all of the things, but some of the things that come to mind. I want to make sure that we are value-centered. For those of you who've been on our website you know that we have core values listed there. We don't have a statement of faith listed. We have core values because we want to make sure that the very ethic, the 
spiritual effervescence of the church, which is a great word. Just drop that one in. Spiritual effervescence of the church is love and rescue and community. I mean, there are some things that are really deeply important to us, and we think that they're actually more important or more foundational and central to our community than just merely a list of a statement of beliefs. Now, we believe things here. It's not to say that we don't believe things here, but it's to say that we are very values-centered in the things that we, uh, in how we are. High levels of morale. Um, I've felt that over the last year, uh, in community with each of you. Just You've shared wonderful sentiments about Spark. Um, high levels of trust. We hope that um, our transparency and our sharing with the advisory board and letting you know the finances, we publish that online, all that kind of stuff, establishes trust between um, everybody, not just the leadership in the congregation, but between congregants. And we've had moments where the value of reconciliation is really important. And there's sometimes, well, this person in our church is maybe having... Mm, some challenges with another person in our church, we want to let you know that you can trust us to care for both of you equally, to make sure that we actually are going to live out reconciliation. And we've done that in the very beginning. We've told a couple of those stories in the past. Open transparency and making sure that we are Jesus-centered and spirit-led. These are what it means to be healthy. And I want to thank each and every one of you for helping us get there. This is something that's deep to my heart. Um, I've been a part of a lot of organizations. You guys are a part of organizations and institutions. I read as much as I can on leadership, not because I'm a a leadership guru. I just think it's really, really important. I think I want to make sure that Spark is extremely healthy. And thank you all for coming along and being a part of that journey. The other end of that is we also need to be smart. One of the things that we have talked about At the very beginning of Spark, we didn't do a marketing campaign. We didn't send out flyers. We didn't get paid. We were just like, let's just go and see what happens because we wanted to make sure that we were really healthy. And I remember Danielle and I, in the very early weeks of Spark, we said, we just pray that this church is healthy. We want to be healthy. We want to be sustainable. Well, over the last 63 weeks, we feel like God has blessed us tremendously with that. The uh, the financial update Honestly, I can't believe it because every other startup that I've ever read about and every other startup that I've ever been a part of has always been in the red. And for Spark to be really strong in the black just blows my mind. So I feel like we're really in a great place and part of that has been been because we've been healthy. Um, Now, we're not perfect. Please hear that. We are not perfect, but we strive desperately to be healthy in the things that we are. So, as we move into 2014, we feel like it's now the time to start sharing with all of you. We need to start growing. We need to start being smart. We need to start getting podcasts up online. We need to start making sure that the details are good technology-wise. We want to make sure that the music's really good, the sermons are good, the community and the hospitality. We start attending to those, the small groups. And we want to grow. We have enough money right now to sustain, and we're very sustainable. We're in the black every single week and every month, and it's a fantastic thing. But we do have a vision for our kids. And, you know, we're looking at these babies, and we're like, it's time to put on the five-year, ten-year glasses and to say, how are we going to love and care for this community of children that's coming up within us? Well, to get there, we need more people, and we need more people participating fully in the life of, of this church. So we are asking you to pray along with us and to invite and to help us grow and to help us get the word out and to see, are there other people in this area that need a church like Spark, that has these ethics, these values, that, that, that is moving towards these things, that will do Spark seminars and crazy sermons and have kids within the church, all that stuff that we do. 
We believe um, and are very, very persuaded that there's people in this area that need a church like this, and we want to be there for them. We want to be there for our kids, and we want to be here for you. And to do that, we feel like, okay, God, is this the time where you're asking us to grow? I mean, Abraham and I went shopping on Thursday, got a drum kit, and we're excited. It's like, okay, now we want to get technically excellent. We're starting to move in that direction, and we want to invite you to come along with us. So help spread the word. Start sharing, praying with us. And as people come through the doors, you as Spark Community, it's not about the pastors. We've said this multiple times. It's not about us. It's about us. Invite them, welcome them, share with them, answer questions. You guys know Spark. You are Spark. Share with them who and what Spark is, and we invite you to do that. So that is what we're looking at. That's a little bit of a summation, not the full summation, but a little bit of summation, 2013, 2014. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this church. Seriously, we are blown away and tremendously blessed. Okay, let's pray, and then we'll grab our Bibles and we'll go to Genesis. Heavenly Father, bless you tremendously for Spark. I thank you. And honor you, God, for the work that you are doing in and through each and every one of us. God, we feel your presence here. We are thankful for your spirit that is here. Uh, We are thankful for every person that has uh, brought a little bit more of your presence into this place by their presence. Uh, God, thank you for building this community. Thank you for the friendships that have been built. Thank you for the ministry that has been done. And thank you, God, for the vision that you've given us to move into 2014 and beyond. Um, God, we, we submit all of this to you and to your hands and trust and believe, God, that your work, your kingdom will be expanded here on earth as it is in heaven. And we pray all this in your name. Amen.